Hello, you're listening to Ready, Set, Go! Real Estate Investing Podcast, presented by Brandon Elliott. This show will be going over all aspects of real estate investing and is intended to educate, motivate, and prepare you to take action on your first or next real estate investment. For more information, I think please visit even just being so transparent, first and foremost, like with that, just being very lay your cards out on the table, but then afterwards, next... Welcome back, everyone, to Ready, Set, Go! Real Estate Investing Podcast. I'm your host, Mr. Brandon Elliott. Today, we have a special guest on, just getting started into real estate investing at 25 years old, has been positioning himself around real estate investors for a long time now, starting off with really getting a platform together to help more people get on podcast episodes like this, but also positioning himself to really get into some real estate himself and get active on his own property, but also currently a new LP to a triple net lease option investment property. So that's awesome. There's a lot of ins and outs, and there's going to be some tips and tricks that we're going to share with you guys today. If you're just getting started with real estate investing, this is the episode for you. If you are interested or getting curious about real estate investing, you're definitely going to want to reach out to Trevor afterwards as well. If you have any questions throughout Put in the comments below, tag, share, whatever it may be. Let us know. You can reach out to us afterwards. We'll share all that fun stuff with you. But Trevor, what is up, my friend? How are we doing today? I'm doing excellent today. Excited to be here. Excited to chat. Let's go. Me too, brother. So talk to me. 30,000 foot view for all the listeners. Who you are, where you're from, what you're up to in the real estate space. So we can get to know you a little bit more. Yeah, sounds great. Yeah. So I'm located right outside of Albany, New York. Grew up in Massachusetts. Lived there pretty much my entire life until as of September 1st, actually, of this year, when me and my wife bought a house in New York in the town that she's located from. So it wasn't just a random sort of location. Besides that, really, for the last five years or so, I've been running a company where we, as you mentioned, work with folks in the investment space throughout there and get them booked on podcasts. That sort of piqued my interest into real estate investing. And honestly, I hadn't really thought about it until one day my business coach said to me, you know, why haven't you really invested in real estate? I was like, well, I never really thought about investing in real estate, but I've been working with these clients, like I mentioned, you know, over five years now. And that sort of got me interested in the real estate investing. That sent me down a rabbit hole, which I'm sure will go through, you know, on bigger pockets and podcasts and networking. And that made me realize that I could be an LP in a deal where I don't necessarily have to go out and find the deal. I don't have to manage the deal. I can just put my capital up for the deal. So that got me interested in being an LP. This was probably back in August, you know, kept betting deals, kept talking to sponsors. And then really, you know, I was going to invest probably in the first sometime in the first of the year in January. Mm-hmm. And then I just came across a good, a great triple net lease opportunity about two weeks ago and had the capital, you know, there, put the money in there and, and then invested in that deal. And, and now sort of looking at the next sort of step where I want to go as an LP. And it's funny, I invest in that first deal. And then next thing I know, my brother's calling me up. He's interested into what I'm doing. And then his wife is interested in it. So I think we're potentially looking at starting an LLC together and investing our capital. I put in 10K, he puts 10K. You know, next thing you know, we have 50K or 100K from our family members and we're putting them into these deals. So that's sort of, I guess, a little bit over an overview. Yeah, I love it. At the end of the day, it's really, really funny to see as you take the leap of faith, as you start mm-hmm. getting active in real estate and start aiming towards your goals and dreams, how the rest of the friends and family start popping out of the woodworks like, hey, why didn't you let me know? Like, I'm interested. I want to be a part of it. And they see the look on your face. They get excited alongside with you. And and the leadership skills that you have been developing, it starts turning into really the breakthroughs for 
all these other people around you. So kudos to you for doing that, bro, and stepping out. Talk to me, did you just stumble across getting started as like helping people in the space for the last five years on getting them bookings for a podcast? Like, what did that look like? I know there's a lot of people in the space. How do you stand out from that? And why did you go that route? Yeah, I would say I sort of stumbled it in a way. But the precursor, it was back in 2015. And I was running a different company at that time. And I had actually started my own podcast. And I was interviewing a ton of people. And some of the more successful investors were David Osborne and Jay Papazan, co-author of The Millionaire Real Estate Investor. So I was connecting myself with those folks, back, again, back in 2015. Ran that podcast for about two years and never made any money on it. The company wasn't, wasn't that successful. So I started freelancing on my skills, which consisted of editing people's podcasts, writing show notes. And one day I came across a turnkey real estate investor out of LA. She wanted to go out there, get booked on podcasts. And I thought, well, you know, I booked all these really high quality guests on my show. How hard could that be to get her booked on shows? Long story short, started working with her and realized after about six months, I enjoyed booking people as guests on podcasts. Didn't even have a website up for the first year. No employees, just me, you know, running that out of my dorm room, you know, taking sales, taking sales calls from the library of the college that I was at, you know, really a bootstrapping operation. And after about a year, year and a half of doing that, I realized I just enjoy working with real estate investors. They're the best community. They're not cutthroat. You know, they're friendly. You know, and I just enjoy working with the investor community and, and realized, decided about three, three and a half years ago, I just wanted to go all in working primarily with real estate investors. And that's sort of how it how it became. I mean, we worked with a lot of different niches, business coaches, entrepreneurs, lawyers, CPAs, you know, just all these different avenues that were you know, marketing agencies, anyone that, you know, would benefit from going out there on a podcast we worked with. And we realized I don't want to work in all these niches. I'd rather work in just the real estate space. And even yeah. within the real estate space, there's so many different niches. You got your multifamily, self-storage, mobile home park. You know, there's so many different avenues, but I'd rather be the specialist in just real estate. And that's where we sort of built the brand on, or I've been able to build the brand on really in the last couple of years. I love it. I love it. So you've been helping people and you're still doing that currently, right? Correct. I love it. So talk to me about networking. I know that you just kind of broke down a bunch of different ways that you've been surrounding yourself with high level individuals and, and getting in front of them. You love networking with some of the best in the space for real estate investing. But what other networking techniques have you done over the years that has helped you feel the confidence and the education to get to the point where you are ready to start pulling the trigger for real estate investing today? I would say the biggest thing is there's a couple of different Zoom meetups that go around, you know, for commercial real estate and they meet up, you know, throughout the week for an hour or so, you know, Monday. Honestly, there's one now on Saturday and there's occasionally one on Sunday and they're about an hour long. And this was back in the summer and, you know, I was still trying to figure out my way into the real estate space and would just join these networking groups for an hour. And it was super uncomfortable. I mean, even though I'd been in this space for five years helping my investors, I wasn't looking at their deals. I didn't know what you know, cap rates where I didn't know, you know, different things, bridge loans, you know, things that I just didn't know from just not really caring about it that much in real estate. Mm -hmm. But I realized that if I wanted to invest in real estate myself, I have to get around these folks. So consistently just attending these networking groups, you know, every single week, forcing myself to be uncomfortable, get around these folks that are, you know, a lot smarter than me. And eventually in one of these networking groups, I came across this gentleman and I sent him a LinkedIn message and I was just curious about what he did. And he was sort of that folk that was about one or two steps ahead of me. He'd been investing in syndications for about a year and a half. He had about four or five deals under his belt. And I was coming into the space with no deals under my belt. So it was great to talk to him. 
talk to him for about an hour, you know, laid out all the objections. I don't know anyone in real estate. I don't know anything about real estate. I don't know how it works. You know, all those sort of, you know, self-fulfilling, you know, excuses that you're going to have, you know, and, and he pushed me back on all of them. I remember my wife was in the car and we were going up to New Hampshire for the weekend for a little vacation. And I talked to him for an hour in that car ride. And, you know, he was just carrying all of my objections. And I realized, you know, this could actually be something that I could invest in. And then what really pushed the needle for me is I joined this group called the Left Field Investors. And it's uh, basically an online, it was going to be in person, then COVID happened. So it's no longer yeah. in person, but it's, a, it's an investment community for folks that are looking to passively invest in deals. They'll talk about sponsors, they'll review deals. And a couple of the group members, they're meeting up in Boston. And I happened to be going to Boston that weekend. So I met up with them in the morning. And they're all W-2 employees that were just looking to invest in real estate. And this was honestly about three or four weeks ago. And I realized, you know, this isn't so much of a dream. This could actually happen. And just by connecting with those people in person just made me realize, you know, this is actually a possibility. You know, I could actually invest in real estate. There are people out there doing it. And that just even gave me more, more of the confidence just, again, you know, to invest in real estate by continually surrounding myself with these investors, folks that are, you know, definitely more successful than I was or, or who have more experience. Yeah, that's good. I love it. And I think that's a key point right there. Like you found somebody that was just a couple steps ahead of you. You weren't like going for somebody that's like leaps and bounds 20 years in the game, which is good as well if they have the patience and the time to be able to guide somebody, you know, that is getting, you know, fresh getting started versus you went to somebody that was just a couple of steps ahead of you that like six to 12 months prior, they were in your same boat, right? So that was they can teach you or guide you in the simple steps that helped them overcome to get to where they are today. And that's more obtainable by not getting distracted with all the different moving pieces of somebody with a ton of experience, but instead going like the simplified version of what are the small steps that I need to take today to get to the end result for tomorrow. So talk to me when it comes down to that deal that you did invest in recently, that LP, was that from one of those meetups that you were attending? So this was actually funny. So this was, you know, back in the summer. And when I was first starting to learn what it meant to be an LP, and I was like, what's the difference between a 506C and a 506B deal? You know, that's how beginner I was. And I went on like, you know, I went on bigger pockets, I should say. And, and there was a forum and they were talking about the differences between a 506B and 506C. And, you know, I realized I'd be non-accredited going into these deals. And the woman that I ended up investing in, she was commenting on the forum and I ended up going on LinkedIn and adding her or connecting with her on LinkedIn, reaching out to her, setting up a call with her and just talking to her about investing, you know, what she's looking to do. She, she does a little bit of multifamily and triple net lease opportunities. So made that connection by just reaching out to her and having a 30 minute conversation with her. So this is again, back in the summer, she kept putting deals out through her email list. You know, I'd look at them, you know, pass, pass, you know, just, just not fitting the criteria. And then eventually one came through again, two weeks ago, I should say at this point, and just matched my criteria where I was looking for a little bit more of a conservative approach. But I know that, you know, especially on the 506B side, when you're investing in it, those investors, they can't reach out to me. They can't market themselves properly. You know, you have to have that pre-built connection established with someone like myself that's going to be investing with them just to make sure they don't get in trouble with the SEC. So I had to push myself to go out there and to connect with these people. And honestly, as like a natural introvert, it was definitely a little bit challenging in the beginning. I was like, I don't know what questions to ask these people. When I'm hopping on a call with them in there and say like, oh, what questions do you have for us? And I'd be like, I don't know much. I'm just getting started. But again, 
just that continuation of continuing to put yourself out there and the continuing to talk to these people is is really what led me to meet this person and then eventually invest in her deal a couple months down the road. Yeah. And bro, like Trevor, you are not alone by any means. A lot of people that are in the same exact shoes of you that are very introvert or they want to get started in real estate. They have no idea how to get started. And they are simply just like finding themselves in these rooms or, you know, that's a great first step. And then when people ask you like, hey, what questions do you have? I want to be able to pour into you, help you out and so forth. And you're like, dude, I have no idea. Like, I don't know what I don't know to even ask to get started. You know, (laughs) I think even just being so transparent, first and foremost, like with that, just being very layer cards out on the table. But then afterwards, next, let them know the goals and what you're looking to accomplish in a six, 12, five year mark, you know, in the next couple of years, let them know what you are very interested in and let people know where you're looking to go. And I think a lot of people don't necessarily get very crystal clear on that aspect upfront. And it's something that could be extremely hands down, like very beneficial because as long as you know where you're going and you are brave enough to say, I have no idea how to get there. I have no idea. I know I want to get into real estate. Don't know what that looks like, you know, but I do want to have cash flow of 10K a month. So I could quit my job and have freedom and these other things. And I'm okay putting in hard work for the next five years. You know, any ideas, guys, then it's like, once you lay your cards out on the table, then we have something to work with and people can start, you know, giving you recommendations on where to start, what books to read, you know, what rooms to put yourself in, and it can just start snowballing right there. So I love that. I think the people that don't take action, the people that don't get brave, step out of their comfort zone, they're not going to get the results that they're looking for at the end of the day. So kudos to you, bro. Appreciate it. Yeah, and I would definitely definitely agree with that. So when it comes down to bigger pockets, you got a lot of breakthroughs, it sounds like from that resource, just like we all have, right? But your partnership that you're in right now on that particular deal, talk to me, what other, I guess, relationships or experience do you have on bigger pockets? And how beneficial has that been thus far? How long you been on it? Yeah, so again, it was probably back in the midsummer. Again, started yeah. it. No, I no real idea what I'm doing. <laughs> what I'm doing on the platform. You know, it honestly took me a few weeks just to discover the forums on there. Yeah. And then once I discovered those forums, it was just trying to be helpful to people. Where even though I didn't have that investment experience, if they say, you know, hey, does anyone have a recommendation for this? You know, I would give my recommendation. Or if they're taking a look at a deal, and I've been, you know, practicing my hand at underwriting. I would take a look at it and say, hey, like, you know, you're maybe being a little too conservative with your expenses or, you know, your occupancy rate, you know, your net income might be a little bit lower than you actually expect. And here's why. And just continuing to force myself to go on that platform and to comment on people's posts. And then some of the people that I would come across, they would put something out there and be like, I don't really understand that. Let me go connect with this person again on bigger pockets and let me schedule a quick, you know, call with them or send them a message. Hey, can you explain this concept? A little bit further to me. And honestly, I try to go on there at least once or twice a day mm. and continue to look at the forums and just see what people are posting, see what questions people have, see what I can do to help out with any knowledge that I have, and just to continue to give on that platform. And then, you know, you get it back. And that's how I ended up learning about a more regional company that I ended up investing in 70 investments with Chris Savenny. You know, I didn't really know that much about mortgage notes, but then all of a sudden, you know, I'm on the forums every day. He's commenting on posts and providing value every day. 
the next thing you know, you're like, hey, let me go check out this guy's company. Then I check it out. I'm like, well, that looks pretty cool. You know, and that opened up my horizon. I mean, I never know that you could invest in an asset class like that. Again, mm-hmm. just by continuing to go on that platform and continuing to just be open to learning and, and adapting. I love that. Yeah, man. I mean, when you are determined to succeed, right? When you are determined to get the results that you're looking for and and you're willing to do whatever it takes to get there, then you'll start instead of spending so much time on social media, right? Like you'll swap out that time with time on bigger pockets on an educational platform that you can get your questions answered, be able to give some feedback, look over other deals and start getting some knowledge going and different resources to be able to pull you up and and take you to that next level. So very cool, man. So talk to me, any fear along the way when you're doing any of this and like, how has your experience been thus far getting started in real estate? I, I know there was a couple horror experiences when it came down to your own personal residence after purchasing real estate and so forth. So we'd love your feedback. I would say probably the biggest thing was just the uncomfortableness of just not knowing what you don't know. And yeah. I know you mentioned my personal residence where my wife and I bought our first house, you know, we'd been renting. So we had a little bit of that experience. But buying a house was a different animal. You know, our first night we had rain, you know, it leaks from the bedroom. So it's like an $800 expense. Our water heater is not working. It's a $3,500 expense that we have to fix. The house came with the pool and the pump's not working. So we have to replace that. And then I realized that, you know, you just replace these things and eventually you just get back on track with your finances. Yeah. You know, I had to put out quite a bit in the early beginning. And I think, you know, when I looked at real estate, that even if something goes wrong, I mean, outside of a natural disaster, like a tornado or a hurricane or a fire, something that's absolutely horrible. You know, I think there's always a way that you can make money and especially in real estate, you know, being profitable. And I would say I'm not a GP, but I mean, when I'm looking at multifamily deals, if you're buying in the right criteria, the right spot, as long as you're not buying something that's overvalued or you know, you're over leveraged, you know, that sort of thing, there's mm-hmm. still a way to make money. So I think, you know, my experience, you know, between buying my house, you know, it definitely scared me, at least for a little bit, you know, from investing in real estate. But then on the LP side, when I realized that, you know, I wouldn't have to deal with some of those problems I dealt with now. I mean, hopefully, you know, we don't have any capital calls or, or anything like that, that that comes around. But again, just becoming uncomfortable, that was like the biggest fear. And especially one owning my own house, never doing that. And then two, becoming an LP and none of my family's ever invested in real estate. You know, my parents haven't invested in real estate. Friends, no one, literally no one I know has invested in real estate, you know, let's say as an alternative asset to the stock market. So I was sort of going out there and being the first one in my family to sort of break that gap or break that bridge. Invest and that was definitely something that was uncomfortable and, and definitely wiring money, you know, for the deal and sending it out there sort of into the void and hoping that the routing and account number was correct. And it's almost like, I know to a degree, it's almost like, what well, I don't know what I don't know. And so I'm more, I like to learn by the school of hard knocks. So if something doesn't work out in the deal, well, then the capital I invested, at least there was a learning opportunity. So I don't make that same mistake again. And I think too many people let that fear hold them back from going out there thinking like, okay, what could go wrong? Well, a lot of things went wrong when I owned my house, but you know, I, you know, overcame them. And similar, you know, if things go wrong in this deal as an LP, you know, yeah, it'll suck. You know, I, I want to get good cash flow coming out of it. But at the end of the day, it'll be a good learning opportunity. Yeah, it's not like anybody invest in opportunities that they are looking or anticipated to fail, right? <laughs> you know, yeah. like we want them all to do very well, obviously. But it's important to acknowledge, okay, worst case scenario, this money that I invested, I never get it back. And boy, that would suck, right? However, mm-hmm. There's pros and cons to everything. If you have the right mindset behind it, if you don't put all your eggs in one basket, if you really learn from what 
did go wrong and then not make that mistake again moving forward, then you can set yourself up for tremendous long-term benefits. And starting young and being, I wouldn't say more risky, but but to a certain degree, like more risky, like daring, like try more things, get more aggressive with your investing. It's like, this is the time now because not all investment opportunities work out. In fact, many probably fail more than succeed. However, once you start getting around experienced people and you start learning from these things and you start really crushing it, you know, there's calculated risk. There's a big difference. So once you have calculated risk, and you know where you're at, you're not putting all your eggs in one basket, then you'll have opportunities to succeed in the long run and, and really be able to crush it and beat inflation and, and really soar above that. And just like you mentioned, when it comes down to your personal residence, you know, yeah, it sucks when certain things break down or pop up on you unexpectedly. And it's a couple, you know, it's 800 bucks, a grand, 1500, 3000, you know, that sucks. But now it's fixed and now it's brand new. Now it's going to last a long time. Now it's going to set you up for success. So it's like over time, you'll get back on track and then you can really crush it in the future. So kudos to you, bro. I appreciate your time today. I think it's going to help out a lot of people that are just getting started in real estate investing. Tell me, what does the future look like for you? I'm curious to see, you know, what are the goals for you? Where are you trying to go? I know the end of the year is coming up. A lot of people start working on their plans now where they want to go for next year. So what does it look like for you? Yeah, I think it's a couple of things. You know, the first one being investing in real estate as an LP, wanting to develop enough cash flow in the next couple of years where it covers my, you know, my monthly expenses without anything additional. So I want to bite off that goal, you know, get a couple of thousand under my belt so it covers the mortgage, the utilities and the groceries and things like that. And then, you know, from there, you know, jump off to the next goal. But that's the first one I have. The second one, we'll probably be looking to invest again as an LP. And it was interesting. I know we talked about it a little bit before, but when I invested in this deal, as I mentioned, no one in my family really ever invested in real estate. And a couple of days later, after I invested in it, my brother is interested in it and his wife is interested in it. So I'm sort of thinking, you know, to get them interested in real estate, starting an LLC and putting our capital together to invest in a deal. So, you know, I'll be talking to them tomorrow, you know, on Thanksgiving and, and checking everything out with them and, and showing them, you know, what I'm looking at and those sort of deals. So I think that's sort of an area where I want to go to next. And, and similar with my wife, she, she kills me. She just has cash just sitting there and just burning a hole with inflation. So I want to be able to get it to put to work for at least a little, a little bit for her. You know, just investing again on my own as an LP, you know, and building up those cash reserves or investing together sort of as a family opportunity as an LLC. And then I think, you know, long-term goal would eventually like to be active in real estate. I wanted to be an LP in a couple of deals before I go out and find my own deals. I'm the one raising the capital, putting everything together because that part of it fascinates me. But again, just for right now where I am in my spot, I just want to be an LP, learn sort of those ropes so in a few years I can go down that road. Love it. Awesome. Well, how can people get a hold of you? Sure. LinkedIn is the best spot. They can go to my LinkedIn, Trevor um, Oldham. That's just my name. You can check me out there. Or if they're interested on our company, you can go to podcastingu.com. Cool. I love it, man. Well, I appreciate your time today. I think it's going to help out a ton of people. Keep doing what you're doing, man, and getting yourself in rooms like this, networking. And yeah, it's going to be very rewarding for you in the long run. So guys, reach out to Trevor, add some value, and he's a wealth of knowledge and on to some big things. So very excited for him. If you guys want to get a hold of me, you can always do so on Instagram. It's Brandon Elliott Investments, otherwise facebook.com forward slash Brandon Elliott Investor. If you're looking to really truly get educated on how the banks and lenders are judging you so you know how to play the game of credit. 
I'm talking totally flipping the script on these banks and being able to get as much credit lines, as much funding from these banks, half a million or more in new credit lines at 0% interest, and then put it to work by purchasing real estate or getting calculated risk assets that will cash flow. Then check out creditcounselelite.com. That's www.creditcounselelite.com. There is a hour long webinar that breaks down all the possibilities for you that truly will change your life. Guaranteed, promise, like wholeheartedly, no BS behind this, truly will change your life. So check out creditcounselelite.com. And if you have any questions, you can always reach out to me. Would love to be able to bless you in any way needed. As always, hit that subscribe button to Ready, Set, Go! Real Estate Investing Podcast. Love all the feedback and all the five-star reviews we've been getting lately. Make sure you leave a five-star review if you haven't already and share this out to somebody that needs it. We will catch you on the next one. Happy holidays and God bless. Peace. This has been another episode of Ready, Set, Go! Real Estate Investing Podcast brought to you by Brandon Elliott. For more information, please visit BrandonElliottInvestments.com. Also, please don't forget to like, share, and leave a comment below. Thanks again for joining. 